This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, and welcome to another week of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group in Ventura, California. I've got my good friend and co-host, Tony Shore, with me, and we have a great topic. We're going to be talking about a lot of retirement stuff today, but we're going to touch on taxes and a little bit of estate planning and some investment-y stuff. We're going to, we're going to cover the gamut today. What do you think about that, Tony? Well, I I think that's great, Michael, and it is tax season, so that's important. It's Um, taxing, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully the show won't be taxing to our listeners. It should be informative. Michael, you always bring a lot of great info. I I think this is a great topic and a timely one, so I'm looking forward to it. I I have some questions for you about taxes Mm. and savings, and um, maybe you can help me out with some of these questions today, and I I know our listeners, uh, this is some good stuff. But first, Michael, the, the, you know, let's get to the important stuff. How are you doing? You know, life is life is busy. It's a busy time of the year. I My four-year-old, unfortunately, is sick again. Oh, no. And if anyone recalls, she's the one that was struggling last year with pneumonia and some lung stuff. And so oh. we're concerned that that's coming back. So. That was we had a tough night last night with her. My wife's got her over at the doctor this morning. So if anyone hears my cell phone ringing, that's because I'm sitting here waiting to, to hear what the doctor had to say. Hey, uh, <laughs> no problem. You've got to. You, we, we'll prioritize. We'll uh, that, we'll oh, make it to. work. We'll make hey, it work. It's, it's the family. And then we got the rain. It's been you know, gosh, it was raining so hard last night. You know, about four or five this morning, we had the lightning and the thunder, and it was beating on the house. Yeah. So that uh that was exciting, but at least yeah. we got a little wet weather here to make our plants grow. Help help the California drought a little bit, right? And and uh, what they say about it never rains in Southern California it just isn't true. Well, <laughs> sure. It was just funny because the this is supposed to be the big El Nino year, and you're waiting for just storm after storm right. the way they were talking, and you know it was like 80 degrees two weeks ago. It was hotter than heck. I know. And uh, I thought it was all over, but finally we got some rain coming. So that's good stuff. That is good. Well, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, make my little tiny four foot by four foot lawn green. That'd be nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All those tiny little lawns uh, out here in California, (laughs) they they need the rain. So, eh, eh, but we do need the rain. So that's good. Uh, Now, taxes. And savings plans and taxes and then more taxes. The The tax mm-hmm. code is a, a book that's about five feet thick. Oh, and it's a quick I, read. Come on. And I know you're an expert, Michael. So, <laughs> no, I, I, but I, this is something you deal with, right? I mean, when people come to you, I, I know that you're a financial planner mm-hmm. and you work with, you're not a CPA, but you work with CPAs, but taxes are a big part of what you do, aren't they? Absolutely. As a certified financial planner, 
Uh, taxes is a big part of my educational background. We spend a lot of time with taxes on clients. And there's a fundamental thing that we're looking for. See, there, there's two things happening. There's tax planning and then there's tax preparing. See, most people think they're getting all of that when they're doing their taxes at the end of the year. But the reality is, when you go see a CPA, when you go see H&R Block, when you buy TurboTax, you're not planning anything with your taxes. You're preparing your taxes. All you're doing is recording history of what happened last year. And so one of the big key things that we look for is we're always going to have CPAs that we use. We're always going to advise you on doing your taxes and all that stuff. But we focus on tax planning. And that is during the fourth quarter of every year, we try to bring in all of our clients and we try to go through their life and say, what's happening this year? How much are we saving? How much are we making? What is changing? And we look for opportunities to improve our tax status. Do we want to be putting money in Roths or 401ks or IRAs? And why? How is that going to affect us from a tax standpoint? Do we want to be selling or buying a, a piece of real estate and or a rental property? How does that affect our taxes? So we spend a whole lot of time planning tax strategies versus allowing our CPAs or anybody else to just record the history of what happened in our tax situation last year. So that's a big push for us. Absolutely. Um, you know, and always the, the joke is it's, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. It's not how much is coming in. It's how much is going out. Right. <laughs> you know, and a lot of that falls into the tax plan. So obviously this is March. You got some time to get your taxes done. It's a little late for the most part to try to change the situation from what happened in 2015. But then again, this is the great opportunity to be planning for what taxes are going to look like when you file them next year in 2017. So a lot of work to be done. Sure. And and there's always something after the fact to be learned from the previous year's returns, right? Do you have people uh, bring you their previous year's returns for review purposes? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all we've been doing lately. I always joke with my staff that, you know, it's tax season because you'd be shocked at how many post-its end up on my desk saying, hey, XYZ person called, call them back. It's urgent. And so what I know that means is they have their meeting with their tax person. <laughs> They're trying to figure something out. Right. But, uh, but we get a lot of that. And so yeah. really what happens is, is seasonally, especially now, is when people bring in their tax returns, we're able to look at stuff. For example, one of the big things we look at is something as simple as how much do you owe? Do you still owe taxes or did you get a refund? See, if you get a big giant refund, you get five, six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 back. Some people love that. They think psycho psychologically, oh my gosh, here's my, my money coming in. I've been waiting for it all year. How exciting. The way that I look at that is how kind and gracious of you to give the government a tax-free, interest-free loan for the whole year. Ah. So a, when you have a giant tax, yeah, when you have a giant refund, you just gave an interest-free loan to the government for the whole year. So why are you doing that? Conversely, if you owe a ton of taxes... Why? Did you make more money? Did you not withhold correctly? Because a lot of people, they don't want to write a check. I had some clients in the other day that, are, that have to write a check for $9,000 because Ouch. of some changes in their lives that they didn't realize. And so what we did is we had to sit down and we had to plan how we were going to withhold and what we were going to do this year to make sure that they didn't have that same problem next year. Sure. So, sure. 
And that that's huge. You're right. I yeah. I always wonder uh, oh, what people are doing out there <laughs> when they get huge amounts back or owe huge amounts. Those are those are avoidable situations. And uh, well, you can do yeah. so much more with your money uh, than let the government use it for a year, right? Well, you know, and that, but that's what's amazing. Psychologically, people like that. But when you start kind of thinking about it in different ways, you say, well, wait a second. Maybe that doesn't make as much sense as I thought it did. Yeah, because you, you could you could have that money in something that could be earning you at least a little something. Yeah, we know that's not a CD right now, but no, something. no. Um, but but also, everybody is different, and that's why it's just worth talking about. Because look, for some people, they could care less if it's an interest free loan to the government. They look at it as forced savings because they're incapable of saving themselves. So. Uh. You know, they'll hang on to it and then they'll replenish them with the money they were looking for for their vacation or whatever that thing was. Sure. Yeah. I know a lot of people who count on their return each year and that's their family vacation money or something. You're right. So the the variable is you bring in more on a monthly basis. You set up an automatic deposit into your savings account or something like that. And then in theory, by the same time of the year, you've already got the money sitting in your savings account. Right. So you could do it that way. But people yeah. just aren't, some people don't trust themselves, I guess. Yeah. But but remember, a refund is much more benign than owing money. I don't care if it's 3000 4000 20000 Writing a check at the end of the year is pretty painful for everybody psychologically. And so we want to put some time into how you're withholding, what you're making, and if those things need to change. Because especially if someone's making more and more and more money, if they're not withholding at a different rate or a different manner, then all of a sudden you hit a higher tax bracket than you're accustomed to. It kind of changes the numbers a little bit, just makes everything a little more painful. Sure. And there's a lot to do when, when, when it comes to taxes and you're saving for retirement, that has a huge impact on taxation, right? Even during your working years, your retirement savings accounts can affect your taxes. Is that, am well, I right? Absolutely. I, you know, I, I view it as an epidemic. The problem is, is traditionally, Tax preparers are wired to save you money now on your taxes. That's their job. Their job is how do you how do I save you money? And so they tell you to put money in 401ks and IRAs, things like that to get the immediate tax benefits. But the epidemic falls to the back end of life. I would say, and yeah, I could goof around with this thought, but statistically, most people have most of their money in pre-taxed IRAs or 401ks. Most yep. of the big million dollar accounts I see are all pre-taxed accounts because they could put a lot of money in their 401k. They did it for a long time and boom, they've got this giant account. It looks great on paper until you start having some kind of retirement tax income plan and you realize the challenge here. Yeah. Because one, what's one thing we can't control? The government. Right? We can't control tax rates. We can't control yeah. what they're going to do and how they're going to change things. So if all of your discretionary money besides your social security and your pension is all fully taxable out of an IRA, that could be pretty painful if you need some money, right? Right. Right. Yeah. A whole lot of painful. So it's a, I'm an advocate. I'm a huge advocate that as we're preparing for retirement, especially if we have many years to think about it. We want as many forms of different taxable income coming into the household as possible. Social security, well, some of it's exempt, so there's some tax benefit to social security. Obviously, pensions are ordinary income taxes, 
But do we have a 401k? Do we have an IRA? Do we have a tax-free Roth IRA? Do we have cash value life insurance that's tax-free? Do we have, um, I don't know what else there is. Do we have annuity income? Where, where's the money coming from? Do we have after-tax accounts? There's so many different ways that you say, hey, if I have a problem and I need $30,000, do I really want to pull it all out of my 401k and have a giant tax bill? The answer is no. So that's why we have to have a lot of different forms of taxes built into our retirement plans. Most people don't. Right. Most people don't. And you mentioned something in there, though. So Social Security, even as an income in retirement, can be taxable. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of one of the jokes we have in our Social Security workshops, because people always say, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. They, they take it away from me. They give it back to me. And then they tax it. Yeah. I was like, yes, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but what happens is, um, you know, I have to look at the new brackets, but but in a simple sense, if you're married, filed jointly, and your household income is less than thirty-two thousand dollars, then you pay no money on your social security income. Now the problem is, is you live in Ventura County and you're making less than thirty-two thousand yeah. dollars, so that that's going to be an uphill battle to live here comfortably. Yeah. You then go to the next step. You make between thirty-two and roughly forty-four thousand dollars. Your social security is going to be half of it's going to be subject to income taxation, half of it being exempt. So, okay, that's reasonable. But once again, we're still playing with these low-income thresholds. I've got uh, at least uh, two spouses at home living on less than forty-four thousand dollars. It's still a tight budget. Yeah, not good. Anybody between two people that get over that $44,000 mark, basically 85% of their social security is subject to taxation. So for most two people households, it's very likely that we hit that threshold, especially in this area. And it's very likely that 85% of their social security is subject to taxation. Currently, 15% is the, the cap on what's exempt from any type of taxation. So there is a small inherent benefit there. And then fun fact, everybody, the deciding vote to increase Social Security taxation to 85% was actually by your Vice President, Al Gore. So oh, you wow. A, you can write him a thank you card for being the one that increased Social Security taxation to that level. <laughs> now, it gets more painful, though, if you're single, Tony. So, you know, this is, this is value of why you never want to leave your wife because the tax brackets are better for you. Yeah. But if you're single, your Social Security and you make less than $25,000, that's the 0% tax bracket on your Social Security. If you make between twenty-five dollars and $34,000 and you're single, then half of your Social Security is going to be taxable. And then anything over $34,000 as a single individual, 85% of your Social Security is subject to taxation. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a taxing mess, right, on our retirement plans. <laughs> You know. it, it is. But hey, um, before we move on uh, with this discussion on taxes, we need to take a quick commercial break, Michael. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we take that break? Yeah, we can't rewrite history when December 31st rolls around, but we can definitely plan for what our history will look like prior to your end. So for anybody who has tax questions, tax thoughts, tax concerns, feel free to call us. We, we are financial planners. I'm a certified financial planner. We focus on retirement income planning. Taxes is a huge impact on any type of retirement income plan. If your financial advisor is not talking to you about the impact of taxes on your investments, something is wrong. 
give us a call. 805-500-7035. Visit us at our main website, thelindgroup.com. And our all these shows are recorded where you can get a lot of valuable information by listening to the recorded shows at financiallytunedradio.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk some more about you and your savings and taxes with Michael Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. There are many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call the Lynn Group at 805-500-7035 or visit us at financiallytunedradio.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and professionals who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help with your financial security. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, Michael Mansfield, the man himself, is in the house. <laughs> Michael, uh, it's been a great discussion so far. Uh, we've been talking about taxes and a little bit about how taxes can affect your savings and vice versa. So we touched a little bit on the fact, uh, the little known fact that uh, Social Security can be taxed up to 85% of your Social Security. So if you plan on working, people are living longer and longer, working later and later in life, but they also think it's a good idea to take Social Security at age 62. Um, but those two things, as you mentioned, I assume, do not go hand in hand. You should not take your Social Security at 62 if there's a chance you're going to uh, work uh, any, at least any significant amount in retirement, right? Yeah, you're right. I mean, and that's the problem. Social security, there's so many rules with it that, that people don't consider. And it's kind of, they're interesting facts because you look at how many people take social security at the age of 62, and it's something like over 60% of retirees run out and take it at 62. They don't consider taxes. They don't consider life expectancies. They take it because one, they're scared it's not going to be there. And two is they think they're going to die early. Well, I happen to be in the business that looks at the what if I accidentally live too long theme? How do I how do I get to exist on this earth if I accidentally live too long? And so that's why we're very conscious about the timing of taking Social Security and certainly the impact that taxes and all those things might might or might not have on it. Because it is mission critical that you have income and you have income that has the ability to adjust somehow for inflation has the ability to uh, combat the negative impacts is that taxation could potentially have on, on income because we don't know what tax rates are going to do. I, not too long ago, I don't know the, the source of it, but I was looking at a chart and this chart online showed the last hundred years and it had something like the national deficit versus tax brackets. And it was a very visual chart because what it showed over the last hundred years is as our deficits went up in different time periods, war times and things like that, tax rates went up. And this was the first time in 100 years on this chart I was looking at that the deficit was going straight up and tax rates were flat. And you think, okay, I'm not, a, I'm not a CPA, I'm not a tax genius, anything like that. But this chart sure paints the picture that, gosh, when we have deficits that are $18 trillion pushing $20 trillion, 
and that's the current deficit. If everyone wants to see something scary, go to usdebtclot.org and look at what our country's unfunded liabilities are because I believe they're around $170 trillion. Wow. Um, so there's a big there's a big bill associated with what it costs to run our country. Yeah. But then again, tax rates are staying low. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a huge advocate. I personally want tax rates to go up and all that stuff because who wants their taxes to go up? No one. But then again... That graph certainly screamed common sense says they might go up. It sure does. And and we all know they probably will, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had to be a betting man, are you going to bet your taxes are going to go up or you're going to bet they're going to go down? Yeah, I'm going to bet they're going to go up. Yeah, yeah. Play on the safe side of that one. Yeah. Um, But that's the problem. So when we're doing retirement income planning, we don't know what tax rates are going to do. So if all of our money is vested in a pre-taxed account, a 401k or an IRA, and all that money is fully taxable when it comes out, what if tax rates go up? And that could be a real problem. Yeah. That's why that's why proper retirement planning starts way, way, way long ago. And you say, well, wait a second, I do need a 401k. I do need an IRA, but I also need a Roth IRA. And I also need after-tax accounts. And I also need cash value life insurance. And I also need rental properties. You got to diversify your tax problems. Everyone talks about diversifying investments. What about diversifying taxes? That's what we're really looking for here. So how do you, don't diver- know how do you diversify your taxes? Well, you diversify taxes by owning lots of different types of asset classes that are going to give you different tax outcomes. Just like pulling money out of a Roth might be tax-free versus pulling it out of an IRA is fully taxable. Pulling cash value out of life insurance could be tax-free, whereas pulling it out of a 401k is fully taxable. Having a rental property that's giving you income might or might not be taxable, depending on how you write it off and how you depreciate it and all those different things. So when we get to retirement years, we want paychecks, but we want paychecks coming from a lot of different sources. And the problem is, is if we solely rely on on the IRS to do us favors, that's going to be tough. Now, obviously, from what you're saying, a lot of folks, I think, uh, assume that uh, their tax situation is going to be simpler once they get to retirement and aren't working full time, that they're not going to be paying as much taxes and their tax situation is going to be simpler. They don't need to worry about it as much. But it sounds like the opposite is true. Well, for a lot of people, the opposite's true, because for a lot of people, all of their money, the way that they save their whole life is so fully taxable that they're not going to win on any level for the most part. Where they where they make the argument, and this is a common theme that we see, is where they make the argument is when they talk about income replacement ratios. And they say, hey, I make 100% of my income when I'm working, but when I retire, I only need 60, 70, 80% of my income to be comfortable. Um, and therefore, I'll pay less taxes. Yeah, sure, in dollar land, you pay less taxes. But let's be fair, this is Ventura County. Unless you have paid off your whole mortgage and you don't own a car and you don't have anything, most people need in their retirement years what they were making in their working years. I yeah. mean, a junker house costs five or six hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably going to need about the same amount in retirement. Yeah. I think most people would to live, at least to live comfortably. Oh, absolutely. And there's so many variables with this because then the other variables, well, I'm, I'm spending less. What are you talking about? You're spending less. You just, you just came up with 40 hours a week that you have nothing to do. So you're probably spending more 
because yep. you're out hanging out, eating out at lunch every day and, you know, going on trips and traveling and doing a lot more stuff. At least when you're working, you're forced into a structure where you, you don't have as much discretionary time to spend your money. Right. Um, so you have that happening. You might be traveling in the early years. But then traveling gets replaced with with health problems because there's something special that I talk about with people in retirement. For most people, there's there's a there's kind of a golden time frame, and depending on when you retire, that could be from your mid 60s to your mid to late 70s. And what I mean is, this is the magic opportunity for you and a spouse or you and whoever to fill the memory book that you were hoping to fill. Remember, we worked our cabooses off our whole life to hopefully save enough money to be financially secure. But what if we had to have dealt with all the way into our mid-60s in a lot of scenarios? Dealing with our parents Mm -hmm. and trying to raise our adult children. So we're kind of getting sandwiched there. And so by the time we get into our mid-60s, we're finally financially secure. The kids are finally grown up. Mom and dad have perhaps moved on. And we finally sit here and say, wait a second, now what? What are the things that we wanted? And you might have a good 10 to 12 years to fill your memory book with what you wanted. But all of a sudden, for most people, you start approaching 80, one way or another, things start slowing down. Your health slows you down, you know, as kind of the big factor. But when we look at spending habits, people have a tendency to want to spend a lot more when they first retirement. Now they have all the time to remodel the house. Now they have all the time to work on this. Now they want to go on that safari. Whatever that thing is, they spend a lot of money up front. But as you get closer to, to, you know, older times, all of a sudden health changes. All of a sudden those costs increase. All of a sudden you go on the doctor more. All of a sudden you got this. All of a sudden you, my my grandmother, you know, her her dog bit her hearing aid, which I mentioned a few weeks ago. It was like $3,000 for a set of hearing aids. It's just all the stuff continues to creep up. And if we had all of our money in a 401k or an IRA, so every time I got to pull out 3000 to buy a hearing aids, I better pull out 3600 just to cover the taxes. Wow. It's it's tough, man. In California, yeah. you guys live here for the weather, but let's be fair. We have the, the highest taxes in the country for the most part, you know. Yeah, gas taxes and road taxes. And if you drive an electric car, they're going to somehow tax you on that. They're going to start taxing you if you ride the bus. All right. Well, Michael, uh, it's been a great show. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today? Uh, there's just so much here that, that the theme is, and hopefully everyone gets the theme of, of what we always talk about. If you use professionals, if you have financial planners and all these people that call themselves financial planners and all they're doing is helping you with their inve- your investments, there's something wrong. You need help with your income planning. You need help with your tax planning. You need help with your estate planning and your legacy planning and your risk management. There's so many things to explore and discuss. Taxes is huge. Taxes are impactful. There's so many ways to consider what to be doing from a tax plan, especially if you have the time before your retirement to plan for it. So please call me. Call our office, 805-500-7035. I'd be more than happy to set up a complimentary consultation. Um, visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Otherwise, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.